so we're, we're driving to Halifax. Why are we driving to Halifax, Sonny? We couldn't get into Aaron's house to get the recording equipment uh, to do a podcast at my house. Uh, we missed the first showing of this film in Huddersfield. Uh, so, nine o'clock, we're heading to the view in Halifax uh, to watch uh, the film Midsummer. Yes. So, yeah. so let's see, let's see. I mean, like, I don't know anything about this film, really. The, the only thing I know about it is it's by the same guy who did Hereditary. Yeah. And it, to me, from the trailer I saw a long time ago, it looks a little bit like uh, The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage. Mm. Um, <laughs> with Nicolas Cage. That same sort of vibe <laughs> for me, yeah. It looks like a lot of the trailer looks like a summer fate. Yeah. Um, but it's got, yeah. It's quite like, you know, bright and light and airy and. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of interested in because I guess it's going to be like. I'm assuming it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be a scary film, obviously, without all the like, because like obviously you can rely on the darkness a lot more, and you can do a lot more to creep you out at night. If it's all the day, if it's all daylight, it's gonna be kind of curious, interesting. Mm. Um, have you seen the, 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 the I've seen Wicker Man. I've yeah, I've seen not the Nicolas Cage version. Oh, the Nicolas Cage version is amazing. I've seen bits of it. I think I fast forwarded through bits of it. It's very good. Uh, the bees. Yeah. Uh, There's a whole segment where he's running around kicking people in the face and stuff like. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we're we're heading towards a fairly new cinema. Yeah. This will um, this will be like an instant take afterwards. I think we'll just watch it and then we're just going to record our reactions to it basically. And uh, I think it should be a bit of a short one this week. Just wanted to get something out there for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any people will be wanting to watch this film really. I think Toy Story 4 is probably going to be the main attraction at the cinemas at the minute, uh, or maybe Spider-Man or something like that, but I don't know, something a bit bit different. So, something that interested us, wasn't it? So, yeah. we'll see what it's like. Cool. I'll see you after the show. It is. We're back after watching Midsummer. That was an experience. Yeah, yeah. Pretty unexpected, to be honest. Yikes. Didn't didn't really know what to expect, but uh, yeah, it was a bit of a uh, a shock, a kick in the teeth. Yeah, it was an ex- it was such an experience. It was just like it was quite long match as well, quite a long film. Yeah, uh, was it two hours twenty, two hours? Yeah, two hours twenty somewhere. something like that. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give a bit of a a bit of a synopsis, a bit of a summary of uh, of what the film ent- entailed? Yeah, so basically, this is reading off a summary here. Uh, with their relationship in trouble, a young American couple travel to a fabled Swedish midsummer festival where a seemingly pastoral paradise transforms into a sinister, dread soaked nightmare as the locals reveal their terrifying agenda. Now, that, that's probably a bit um, on the more um, bubblegum side of what, yeah. the, what the synopsis is, oh, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Do we talk about how, I guess we should talk about. How the film opens up a little bit, and then yeah, so yeah, the the film opens up with our main lead uh, woman, Danny. Yeah. Uh, and she's making a phone call. Is it back to her parents? Yeah, she's trying to get in touch with her mum and dad uh, because she's had a bit of a distressing email from her sister, and you know this has happened several times before, where she, where she's had an email come through and it's been saying that she's going to do something bad because she's got bipolar. Yeah. She goes to her boyfriend for 
kind of support and reassurance with the matter. And uh, because it's happened several times before, nothing really is done about it. But this time something bad does happen and her family all end up dead. Yeah, it's actually interesting, actually. Just, like, the bit... Because obviously she suffers, like, this horrific tragedy in her life. And when it happens, she, like, calls on the phone. She's, like, screaming and, like, wailing. Mm. And he goes to her. And he's just silent with her. And she's, like, wailing on the couch and stuff. And if you think... All the way forward into the film later on when she suffers another, like, another betrayal and she's wailing and wailing. And then she's, at that point, she's got a family around her. Family <laughs> of the commune, they're all helping her. So, yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting that those two, like, right at the start of the film, she has this horrible thing happen to her. And later on in the film as well, they show her how the commune helps, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> so, so basically, from, from the point of finding out that her family are no longer there, she and a group of her boyfriends friends end up going to a kind of like a hippie commune yeah. type thing in Sweden. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, what's interesting about it is like, you expect the commune to be sinister straight away and, and you're sort of waiting for it, for it to seem, and it, but it seems like, oh, they're just nice, they're just a bit weird, you know, they take mushrooms at the start straight away and they're, but it seems like, it seems okay, like yeah. they're a bit weird, it's, but it seems like, I suppose it's. I mean, at this point, we could say that it's really beautiful looking. Oh, like yeah. the God, yeah. the set design. I imagine they probably built most of those buildings, yeah. uh, which are there. But it's sort of set round, almost like a a small kind of very open village yeah. with four or five different buildings, and then kind of large open spaces. And yeah, open spaces where people are sort of running and dancing around, your dining tables set outside, uh, the sun's shining throughout throughout the film, there's flowers in everyone's hair, yeah. all in bloom. It's amazing, isn't it, how, like, how literally this film it looks gorgeous and it looks idyllic. Just the way it's shot, just literally the way it's shot and, and the music that goes with it mm. completely changes the tone of the film. Yeah, it's very sinister. And you're just like, all the whole time, you're like, yeah, this is like something creepy's happening the whole time. Like, just talking about the start again, like the way it opens up, there's the way it's edited and the hard cuts and the, the ringing of the phone right at the start. Like, it yeah. just puts you on edge straight away and you're like, you're just like waiting for something really hor- horrible to happen. Yeah. Like, the film's just dripping in like style and like mm. and just like this guy whoever the director I don't know who the director of photography is but he's just like, he, I, I'm expecting it to be it's probably the same person who did Hereditary because there is definitely a lot of a lot of similarities to Hereditary mm. you can definitely tell it's made by the same director yeah um, so yeah I mean I guess I guess the midpoint of the film they've gone to Sweden they're sort of settling in, they're exploring the community, mm. finding out like all the different traits, all the different things. Yeah, different do. cultural things that happen within the community. Um, and everything seems to be going fairly okay. You know, they're having meals, uh, doing various different yeah. dances. And... and I think, yeah, I think for me at this point, I think this is basically when we were introduced to the, I can't remember what they called it, but it was basically a sacrifice, not a sacrifice, but it was like a. Um, the elder, the elder people, or the elders are gonna get, are gonna commit suicide, and 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 it's mm. like, uh, new life is beginning, and they're yeah. in their old life sort of thing. So within this cult, uh, when you get to the age of 70, 72, they they end their lives, and that ushers in new life with new new babies and children yeah. being born. 
we will say like we're probably not going to go into too much more spoilers after that I think this is probably as much as we're going to go into yeah because uh, I don't really want to spoil the whole film for you but for me at that point was when I started obviously like the characters themselves witness this and like are horrified and you expect a lot of them to be like right we're going we're leaving and they sort of didn't a couple of the, a couple of the characters did but there's a couple of other outsiders that were there from London and they would seem like they wanted to go but they also sort of hesitated too much and mm. that's where that's where like it sort of fell down a little bit for me because I felt like the characters didn't really behave as like actual people would do mm. like so that they're like plot device to get them to stay there is that they're two of them are studying um, Anthro- is it anthropology yes that's the one and that they are really fascinated by this and they're trying to keep stay open minded and stuff but I felt like a little bit like yeah, th- yeah this just feels a bit too it's a bit of an odd plot device but it it gives the characters a reason to stay. And I guess it gives them a reason to ask all these questions and so you can find out more about the war and about the, the background of the of the people. Mm. Um what so what what did you think worked well in the film? I I was gripped the whole way through, considering we went to a nine o'clock showing yeah. at the end of a weekend and it's quite a long film. <laughs> yeah. Um I would have thought I would have fallen asleep similar to Avengers. Yeah. But I was. It was an interesting story. It was really beautiful to look at. The music throughout was quite varied. I thought uh, there was lots of droney folk music, yeah. and then there was some really like massive orchestral pieces of music as well. Um, a lot of it was di- diegetic music, wasn't it? A lot of it was within the world. Like there were actually people singing or people playing instruments and stuff. Mm. Like they sort of brought it in as part of the yeah as part of the like the the, the village culture, village life. Mm. Um, as you if you watch the film or even watched it yet, look out for a lot of the artwork on the walls. I, yeah, particularly I, in the beginning. Yeah, around her apartment, there's loads of like artwork that was sort of like pointing towards other parts of the film and stuff, and sort of giving hints of what's going to happen. It was quite 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 fascinating. Mm. I really love some of the cuts they did. That cut where they did, um, where she, so she goes to the uh, boyfriend's apartment. And she's chatting to her, his friends, and the friend who's invited them to come to Sweden. Says, oh, you know, I'm sorry about hearing about your parents, and she gets upset and runs into the bathroom, and it was the hard cut to the air, to the being in the airplane bathroom, and yeah. her, her being upset there. I thought that's really, really clever and quite simple, but a really clever way of doing it. Just moves the story on. Moves the it? story on. Yeah, it's like, you know, and then you still you see she's still being really, you know, really affected by it, and it's just like, get yeah, we're on the way to Sweden now. We don't have to worry mm. about all the other stuff. It's just a like really nice. Really nice way of, of moving the moving the story on and, tra- and sort of translating her into this uh, into into this new uh, into the well into the airplane and getting her to Sweden. Um, even that though, in, in the airplane, like the way it cut through the window and stuff, it was just like really ominous and like oh, mm. it's creepy. Just talking about different people in this film, um, I didn't realize. So obviously, there's Will po- po- uh, Will po- Will Poulter. I think his name is. Who's been in a bunch of stuff? He's in. He's been Mirror. in yeah, Black Mirror. He was in. I think he was in um, Skins and stuff. I think. Yeah. Um, but he's quite. He's quite well known now. He's getting quite, quite, quite a big. Mm-hmm. Become quite a big name in America, but he's also the actor. I'm not sure what his name is, but he plays Chidi from Good Place. Uh, he was in the, and then there's a couple of people I didn't I didn't recognize, um, but like I actually, I think for me the. They all were. I think the main character, Danny, were the best for me in terms of yeah. like her her story arc and the actor playing actress playing her like played it really well. 
I didn't like Will Portley that much. I Not really, he... no. He stuck, he stuck out too much as uh, someone, an actor playing a character. Yeah, and like a sort of comedy role. It just didn't feel like... Yeah. It felt like it was a little bit um, sort of shoved in to make sure that there was a bit of co- comedic value in the in the film. I don't know if it needed it. Some parts were fine, but like it just it felt a bit weird. Like It felt a little bit... Just like corny, really. Yeah. Yeah. For the, for the tone of the film. The tone, yeah, it didn't really fit well with the tone. Um, um, so the majority of the cast, I think, was Swedish, I think. Yes, maybe. Apart, apart from the main the main four, I think there was three that were British and one American, but I'm, again, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, the, the rest of all the commune and all the villages of all apparently Swedish, which is mm. interesting. About what you liked about the film? Um, I, think, I think the main thing is just, it looked really nice and... It also reminded me a lot of The Shining, where there's, not necessarily story-wise, but there's just lots of stuff at the start of the film, in the opening sort of ten minutes, that arcs over to things that happen later on in the film. So kind of, if you look at stuff in the background, or ways that characters act and stuff like that, that seems to arc over into stuff that happens later on in the film. Um. So coming out of it, there's stuff I was kind of thinking about. There's I you know. I could have so some of the problems I had with the film a little bit, I probably could have done without the so much gore. I felt like it was just a bit too much in your face. Like, like it was really. I mean, it was plain mm. as day. Like they just did a show you everything. But then, but then a few times they cut hard to it, which annoyed me. Because at least if they're about to, you're about to see something horrible. Like you know you want to see something horrible. You can sort of look away. But when you're watching something and it just cuts and you've got this horrible image in your face, you're like, oh, I can't yeah. like, look away or anything. Like, that that bugged me a little bit. Like, it was... I liked... I think it's fine to show that sort of, sort of smart girl, but I think this may be leading to it a bit too much. Mm. Um, but I guess it shows how horrific this, this you know, cult is. Yeah. Um, I also felt like, even though I loved a, a lot of the times how it lingered on certain scenes and, and they were able to like sit on a certain area and just let you digest what's going on in the film. I felt like a little bit, it sometimes went a bit long, like some of the scenes, especially towards the end, I felt like, okay, I get what they're trying to do now. And it mm. just felt a little bit like the director was just, just sort of loving his vi- visions a bit too much. I'm like, mm. oh, you have to see this. So I could have probably, I think they could have cut 20 minutes out and it would probably, it would have probably been fine for me. Mm. Um, but then again, like, it's all to do with tone and the pace in the film. Maybe you needed it yeah. to be longer. Yeah, I think I think they. I mean, I I do really like this film, but I think the only thing that's an issue is they do base a lot of how the plot works out with various drug taking and kind of oh, yeah. mushrooms and There's a lot of um, sleep powder and you know various things that kind of you know they help the story to progress. But if that wasn't there. I don't know how it would develop in the way that it did, yeah. but it you know it's it's still relatively kind of believable. So in, in I, some ways. I would say to Joy in the car, like it, it's surprising how much it reminds me of uh, Wicker Man. I mean, I guess not that surprising because talked about it at the start, like it, it sort of reminded me about the trailer reminded me of it. But there's loads of like, I guess I wonder if this is just one of those tales that people can tell over and over again. And it's like mm. just, just putting twists on it. But uh, it reminded me a lot of Wicker Man in terms of there's just like what happens there, like the actual film itself. Like I'm on the Nick Cage version. It's a terrible film, but you know, this is this is an actual. This is like a a sort of 
artistic vision of a film versus like a weird sort of funny horror film thing that we think mm. there. Yeah, but it's, it's it's really interesting to see how two very similar stories can oh, yeah. be told in very different ways and have, you know, similar outcomes. Um but one is way more interesting and uh genuine, whereas the other one is just like a joke yeah. with bees. I'll say to Johnny, like, it reminds me, like, because of this director, I think his, I can't his name, is Ari something, um, yeah. he has, it seems like he has a vision for what he wants to do with this film and his other films that I've seen, Hereditary. Um, and it, to me, it's, it's really awesome that he's able to just bring it to life. And it, it reminds me of, I'll say to Johnny, it reminds me of a few films like this. So I come out in the last few years, I'd say Hereditary, reminds me of that, obviously. Uh, a film like Annihilation, where you have these really long, um, really long scenes where you have to really like get you have to really trust the director and and, and let, let them you know do what they want to do and just see what they want to show you. So I would say, Annihilation. I would say, um, I say under the under the skin is another one that's sort of in the similar vein to me. Um, it's a, I feel it's, I feel like it's been a, a thing recently where we've been able to get these films where these directors are able to get their complete vision across. Um, and it reminds me of, yeah, I was saying, like, it reminds me of sort of the 70s and 80s where you've had people like uh, Francis Ford Coppola and uh, you know, Martin Scorsese and you had like Kubrick all making these films that are like, this is their, this is their pure vision for, the, for this film and what they want mm. to show you. And this feels like that to me. Mm. Um, I'd, I mean, comparing it to Hereditary, for me, Hereditary felt more like a, sta- a more traditional horror film and then towards the end, they they like put all they linked all these weird sort of things that you'd noticed, but you hadn't really put together. Mm. And sort of put them all together towards the end, and then you you realise, oh, this is, uh, this this is this sort of story. I didn't realise that. Whereas this film is very much like opaque in how it's telling what it's telling. It, it pretty much tells you from the start, like as soon as you hear you go into this summer fate mm. in Sweden, and you know it's the They've got some weird traditions, but and it's a bit funny. But you know, mm. we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna go and enjoy it and see what it's about. Like it's at that point, you kind of know what the whole film is. You know mm. how it's gonna play out. Like it's even like the opening <coughs> shot is a uh, like tapestry or a mm. painting, and it's got like kind of four seasons almost, or kind of like four shots of yeah. like a a fairy tale that's that's happening. And you look at it and you go, okay, that looks bad that looks good that looks good yeah that that could be bad or good uh and you know it sort of it shows you the cards but you don't really exactly know how yes. it's going to be played out yeah but that, that happens but... again later on with um uh the the love potion yes scene yeah but then also i'd say like compared to hereditary though the character it, 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 it doesn't wait a long time to reveal its hand it pretty much like you see like once you get there, you see there's a little bit of like, okay, what's going on here? Like it seems like everyone seems like nice and happy, but then it's you start to see a bit more dark side, the dark mm-hmm. side, and it sort of just goes down that that path. Whereas I think for me, like Hereditary was a lot a little bit more twisty and turny. I didn't really get what was going to happen there. Whereas this one, I sort of knew what was coming mm-hmm. a bit more. Uh, but it's not necessarily a bad thing though. Like I enjoyed the story, and I think overall as a film, I really really liked it. 
Uh, I would definitely watch it again at some point because I, I would like to... It's one of those films where you can go online and look on YouTube and look at, and watch people who... A lot of fan theory yeah, and who stuff like that. put all the little bits together and, and explain how these intricate, like, rune, rune shapes and stuff, like, all fit together in the story and, like, what, it all, what it's all referencing. I'm sh- I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's referencing actual pagan uh, religions and stuff, I'm assuming. Potentially, um, yeah. But yeah, because it, it must be like this. My only reference for paganism is Morris Dancers and The Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I have no other. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't really crop up in my day to day life. Yeah. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, I recommend it to people who are really who like movie who like artsy movies. I guess if you want to call it that. I don't think I recommend it to my wife. My wife, my wife would hate this film. No. Nope. Um. But for people who, you know, if you've watched, I don't know, like, uh, Under the Skin, if you've watched a bunch of, like, Kubrick films, I suppose, or, like, mm. I'm trying to think of, like, like, I, I really want, like, it's like, a, maybe, like, a Darren Ar- Aronofsky sort of film, like, those sort of films, like, it, it, I think you'd probably enjoy this. Yeah. Um, you just got to go into it knowing it's going to be, it's going to take its time, and it's going to... I think, if you think, if you're trying to, like... If we're trying to put an age rating on it, if you think Shining plus um a bit more a lot more go. Um that's that's what this film includes. There's a lot more characters going on. Lot, okay, that was one of the only, only problems I had with it as well. Look, that there's a lot of people there and it was sort of I was trying to figure out if some of the women who kept coming up and talking to them were the same women or not. Yeah. Because there's, there's so many faces it's hard to take it all in. Mm. Um whereas yeah. So I mean I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's you know, I'd probably say this and hereditary are definitely much must watches for me. Um I'm glad I've watched them both. I kinda wanna go I'm curious what he's gonna what he's gonna make now. It's gonna be another similar oh. horror film or it's gonna be something else. The the I've just googled him. Uh Ari Aster. How old is he? How old is he? Ari Aster. I'm gonna say he's in his thirties. He's thirty one. Thirty one, right. Which Makes me sort of feel a bit bad. <laughs> one, 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 one year, well, almost one year older than me, and making like top, top of the line films. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we're like getting old that I feel like that. Yeah, maybe. Um, but he's gonna have a lot of other good films to come. I, I would imagine. I had no massive desire really to see this apart from just to try and do something for the podcast. Yeah. It's turned out to be a really good, interesting yeah, film. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, to be honest, I, when I saw the trailer for this, I thought. Like I was like, oh, I loved her hereditary. That, but it was also terrifying at the time. But for some reason, the the setting didn't really sell it yeah. to me. I was sort of they, like, oh yeah, I kind of see what this is gonna be, and I'm not that bothered by it. They play the the trailer plays the film off one character, uh, who's not in it very much. Uh, the um, as a kid with a a, a weird looking face, and they sort oh, of, yeah. they sort of play off that as a bit of like, ooh, this is where the spook spooky's coming from, and it's yeah. it's. I did, it's not really yeah, about that. Yeah, um, I did think they they did put a lot of stuff in. I guess it's because he's probably got more budget. He's able to do more. There was a lot of stuff in that probably didn't need to be there, but I guess it's added to the whole like weirdness of the of the of the village and what was going on. Um, but yeah, like that the trailer for me, I, I maybe it's just a setting and stuff. It didn't really sell it for me. But like mm. actually watching it, I, I really yeah. liked it. I think I still prefer Hereditary to this. Um, just because of like 
some of the scenes, some, as least as, as a first watch, I wasn't expecting mm. some of the stuff happening in that film. Um, but yeah, this was very good. So yeah, I I highly advise if you are going to see it, try and see it in the cinema. Yeah, I thought that cinema was oh, was, really, was good. really good. Yeah, no, like, I think I've been there once before, but I was really impressed. Yeah, the sound was really good. The projection was really good. This was uh, the view in Halifax. View in Halifax. Um, there was only maybe eight people in the in the screening. I think a lot. Of, we didn't hear any noise. It's yeah, because usually with like scary films or horror films, you hear a lot of like screaming and gasps. And yeah, it's a, it's a busy audience. I don't think I heard a peep out of anyone. No, I think everyone was, was just shocked and sort of seasoned uh, film watchers. I think. Yeah, I would have. Th- yeah, I guess. I mean, the couple in front of me. I mean, they must have. They must have been seasoned. I would guess to be there watching that film, but I just thought like any random person who doesn't know what they're watching if it came to watch this as a horror film yeah. or whatever would just be quite shocked. I, guess. I think we were the only people who weren't a couple. I think yeah. there was three couples in us. Yeah, yeah. Highly recommend the view in Halifax. Uh, the one thing uh, I would note as a bit of a side from the film, we had uh, they had like a security guard who came in four times to make sure there was no troublemakers. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I just noticed it out the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, that's you know that's mean? nice. <laughs> is, that, is that when I went out, when I left the the cinema? There was like a CCTV camera uh, for each of the cinemas. You could watch like in, in like night night vision to see what people yeah. got to. So you'd expect like just look at that and say, oh, it's fine. I don't, I don't know. know. I, f- I think they, may, they must come in just to make sure that the vibe's okay. There's not yeah. people like chatting and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's, good. that's yeah, kind you, of what I'd expect. Yeah, from, you, yeah usually from, you go to places and you don't, you don't see a battle, you don't see like anyone around here. Everyone's just, it's just, it's usually one person working there and like they're having to go tidy up all the cinemas and stuff. And you, yeah. have, you, don't, you don't actually see anybody actually manning the, the stations or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. It's really good. Uh, I'm kind of glad we went to watch this tonight and we didn't see like Toy yeah. Story or something instead. Cause we would have just been saying, oh yeah, this is a great film, go see it. Um, I mean, this is a great film as well, so you should go see this if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, plus, another another thing, tickets are only £5. Yeah, I think this is a new thing recently. It seems to be dropping the prices. I wonder if it's just a Sunday as well. Yeah. It's pretty good. Right. Well, we'll uh, we'll love you and leave you there, guys. Um, hope you kind of enjoyed this. Hope, I mean, I guess it's hopefully just listen to it, especially if you haven't, you haven't seen the film. Hope we didn't spoil too much, and uh, yeah, go go watch this film, and we'll we'll be back again uh, with some other short episodes. I think in the next few weeks, while Aaron is away. Mm-hmm.